0: Welcome to the Metro Church podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Hi, Metro Church, and welcome to the Word today. Um, I'm just wondering have you ever felt like you have been in a season of continually waiting? Maybe you're waiting in quarantine at the moment, maybe you're waiting in lockdown, maybe you're waiting for a surgery. Maybe you're waiting to get married, maybe you're waiting to fall pregnant, maybe you're waiting for a loved one to come home. You never know. I know that there are people in this, this place today that are waiting, and um, I personally have had a lot of seasons in my life that have been characterised by waiting, so I don't come to you this morning as someone who has had everything go right for me and has had all my ducks line up in a row exactly when I wanted them to happen and I have experienced a lot of suffering and a lot of pain and a lot of waiting but I have also been so amazingly blessed to to live my life with God and to have hope despite every circumstance that I've been through and I think probably the two most you know significant waiting times for me and periods marked by great personal pain and endurance would be firstly waiting for a husband and when you grow up in a church environment um, there's a a lot of a lot of people get married when they're 21 and I had a plan when I was 10 years old that I would um, get married by the the age of 21 and I'd have two beautiful children a boy and a girl and I'd raise them to be loving and kind I actually found my year four writing book a few months ago and that's what I'd written down and so I thought that that was a pretty good age and I had a pretty good plan and I wanted to be a teacher and I thought you know what how how wrong could it go and um, the reality is that my whole grown-up life was characterized by being single. Um, I didn't really I didn't have a boyfriend I was basically the eternally have I just come out? <laughs> Eternally single Person, And so, um, and it was, people asked questions. People were a bit um, annoying. And it got, it got hard at times and seasons of my life because it was my greatest desire. So, um, and the waiting got hard. And some people started to say to me, is this your plan, Kylie? Is this what you planned? Did you plan this to be single your whole life? And I said, actually, no, I'm, I'm waiting for the right person. But do you know what? In the midst of that, it didn't mean that life stopped. It didn't mean that I I stopped doing everything else. And I believe that God just gave me that whole season to be significant in other ways in my life. But coming back to waiting here, um, I just want to read you an excerpt from one of my favourite stories and it's called, Oh, The Places You Go. It's about waiting. It says... You will come to a place where the streets are not marked. Some windows are lighted, but mostly they're darked. A place where you sprain both your elbow and chin. Do you dare to stay out? Do you dare to go in? How much can you lose? How much can you win? And if you go in, should you go left or right or three three and three, right and three quarters, or maybe not quite, or go around back and sneak in from behind? Simple it's not. I'm afraid you will find for a mind maker-upper to make up his mind. You'll get so confused that you'll start in a race down long wiggled roads at a breaknecking pace and grind on for miles across the weirdish wild space headed, I fear, toward a most useless place. The waiting place. For people just waiting, waiting for a train to go, for a bus to come or a plane to go or the mail to come, or the rain to go, or the phone to ring, or the snow to snow, or the waiting around for a yes, or a no, or waiting for their hair to grow. Everyone is just waiting, waiting for the fish to bite, or waiting for the wind to fly a kite, or waiting around for Friday night, or waiting perhaps for Uncle Jake, or a pot to boil, or a better break, or a string of pearls, or a pair of pants, or a wig of curls, or another chance. Everyone is just waiting. But no, that's not for you. Somehow you escape all that waiting and staying. You'll find the bright places where boom bands are playing. So, where are you today? What are you waiting for? And I'm speaking to you from a crazy different place today. I'm not where you would usually expect the preacher to be sitting. I'm sitting in a corridor. And to be honest, it's not the most glamorous place. The waiting place is often characterised by isolation. It's often characterised by bareness and by barrenness. And this is where I am. There's nothing pretty about this corridor. There's an emergency exit sign. There's yellow walls. There's carpet. There's basically, it echoes, as you may hear. And that is what waiting often looks like. So we're just going to take a little journey through the back of the auditorium today. Some places that you don't see, the hidden places. And we're going to think about that part of our life this morning. So bear with us as we walk a little bit further down towards the journey. Here we go. I'm walking. So today, wherever you are, whether it be at home or here with us at Metro, I want you to know that you are seen and that you matter and that you are significant and that no matter what your life looks like right now, that God sees you and he values you and there are people here who love you. And I want you to know that. Okay, here we go. Now I'm coming around to the other side of the stage and I'm here in the wings, the wings of the stage and you may not have ever been in this part of the stage but there's a lot of stuff behind here. It's not a bare place. The waiting place doesn't have to be a place where you remain isolated, where you remain with nothing, with no equipment, with no strength, with no people around you. The waiting place can be a place of anticipation and a place of preparation. And I, and it's to check if we look okay. We might have hair in the wrong place. We might have something on our nose. We might have our button undone. We need to check that we are ready for this so that we bring the best to you when we come out. And so, but you know, the Bible just goes a lot more deeper than that. The Bible says we look into the mirror and we are transformed into the glory of God. And this is not just a mirror that's, I just believe that God wants us to look into the word and look into the mirror and decide that we're going to allow him to transform our life from glory to glory. Okay, so I'm going to come over here and see my beautiful friend, Nikki Johnson, who's sitting here and she's, get my camera. (laughs) Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. And these, you know what, people like Nikki and our amazing production team, they partner with us in the wings every single week and I have to say I'm back new on the team after being a mum solidly for four years I make it seven um <laughs> and you know I have I was feeling pretty nervous about coming back and being in the wings the first time I remember that I had Ruby trying to help me work out in ears because they did not work and I was I couldn't get the right angle and it was yeah, and you got your you got your um the cord of your thing stuck through your ear your um my earring. Your earring. That's what I it mean. It was Remember terrible. That? Yeah. yeah, it was really bad. Anyway, but you know there were people partnering here with me, saying, you know what, you can do this, Kylie. You can do it. Kylie. You were born for this, and don't just stand here in the wings shaking for the next five minutes. Get out there and try your best and do it, because God's with you. All right. So, Nikki. You look great. Here I go. Am I ready? Yeah. You sound great. Everything looks great. Okay. You're ready? Have I got everything I need? You've got everything. Okay. Shall I do it? Do it. Okay. On, let's Kylie, do it. You can do it. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Here we are. Legend. Thank you to Mitchell. I just love people in our church that you see have a crazy idea and they say, No, let's take it a step further. Let's put you, let's put you behind the stage. Let's do it. Let's just go further and let's just do it from a perspective that is so different. And you know, he didn't say that's too hard, we can't do that. He just said, you know what, let's make it happen because I I know that it's going to be great. So I'm so grateful for that. And here we are, waiting in the wings, but no longer. You know, what actually came as my inspiration for this message on Good Friday night, I was standing next to um, the stage during Iris Stafford's story. And I was listening, I was watching it on the screen And I was a bit teary watching it, and it was a beautiful moment. And I closed my eyes while I was waiting to come back and sing with the team, and I just felt God say to me, Kylie, the next season is significant for you. The next season is full of destiny, and it's full of purpose, and it's time for you to launch into something new." And it was beautiful, you know, because sometimes we think that the biggest moments of our lives are the moments where we're seen and the moments where we're seen as being successful or we're seen as standing in front of, a, of an audience. But for me, the most beautiful moment of the last couple of months of my life is standing right over there, hidden. No one could see me, only God. They were, he was the only one that could see. And so i speak to you today about waiting in the wings. That's where we're going with it a place of significance, no matter where you're at right now. We're all waiting to be noticed, but I believe our significance begins now. The significance is not the final point, it is the journey to who we're becoming. So, I'd like to invite my dear friend, Ruby, onto the stage. Legend. Let's give her a round of applause, hey? So, and I'd like to read you, thank you very much. I'd like to read you a scripture from one of my favourite books in the Bible, Colossians 3, verse 9 to 15. Don't lie to one another, you're done with that old life. It's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes. You've stripped off and put it in the fire. So, Ruby, before she met Jesus... Lived a different life. She was wearing different clothes. So be it. it, Obviously, because she was younger, you know, she had different, probably different fashion style back then. But she's taking it off. We're talking about a bit of a figurative thing here this morning. Taken off the old life, and I know sometimes that feels like we do that every day because the old life tries to creep back on, and we, the enemy, tries to tell us that we're still living a life of sin and we're still in a place of no hope, but that is not true. We have to keep putting on the things that God has given us. It says, now you're dressed in a new wardrobe. Every item of your way of life is custom made by the Creator with His label on it. For those of you who are fashion conscious, the label is good. (laughs) All the old fashions are now obsolete. Words like Jewish and non-Jewish, religious and irreligious, insider and outsider, uncivilised and uncouth, slave and free, mean nothing. From now on, everyone is defined by Christ and everyone is included in Christ. I love that best, included, no one's excluded. Chosen by this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe that God picked out for you. I love that so much. You know, as as a girl, I think if I walked into a room And someone actually said, right Kylie, I've I've got 10 items that I think you need for this season to keep you warm, to keep you comfortable, to keep your feet warm at work while while you're working and so that you can stand on your feet all day and just a little bit of sparkle so that you feel like yourself. Here you go, I've put them all on the rack and they're here for you and I've checked your size, I've checked, I I know the colours that you like. So it's designed for you. I think I would just almost, I'd probably cry with happiness, I think. So we're going to dress Ruby up today and we're going to dress her up in a different wardrobe. We're going to dress her up with compassion. So compassion that is around in the waiting place, compassion is going to, where should we go? Should we go with this compassion? We're gonna dress her up with compassion. There you go, Ruby, would you like to put that on? So compassion is a very essential ingredient when you are waiting for the next season of your life. Then we're going to need some kindness. A personal favourite of mine, I think my children have heard this word 3,000 times in their short life. So could you put on kindness for me? Look at that. This girl's got the style kindness. She's putting on kindness. She's also going to put on, I don't know if I did it in the right order here, humility. You have, you're not going to be cold today, Ruby. Okay, this one? Ooh. Sometimes you have to work with it and just, you know, when you're dressing yourself with the wardrobe, you've got to change things around. It's okay. So, put on kindness Then there's one that's a personal, another personal, tricky one for me, humility. And sometimes humility in my life has been characterised by thinking I'm downtrodden and that I'm worth nothing and that I have no worth. And sometimes it's not been that I think I'm all that, but it's been that, you know, well, actually I don't have a place. But I wanna tell you today that you are. And humility is believing what God says about you. Do you believe what God says about you? Here we go, humility. Pop it on. Okay, this is awesome. So then we've got something that I actually know Ruby has a lot of, and that is discipline. She's got a lot of discipline. She became a doctor, which didn't happen because of it was a fun idea one day. She has discipline and I know that not only in the natural I know that she has that in the spirit as well She's disciplined in her faith, she's disciplined in her devotions She's disciplined in her worship leading It's an honour to see So there you go, discipline This is beautiful Oh the scarf Okay, oh that's the, yeah we'll save that one Great, actually let's do this one next Quiet strength. You know, sometimes when your personality is not actually a big, bold, brassy personality, you think, sometimes people talk about strength characterised by bigness and boldness and crazy craziness and, you know, very looking strong. But the Bible describes it as quiet strength. And quiet strength is just simply taking a step out and trusting God and knowing that He's clothing you strength for whatever you're facing. So strength. Let's pop it on. Awesome. It says, forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all purpose garment. Never be without it. And I think this is the best one the all-purpose garment, right? You can use it as a blanket, you can use it as a jacket. You could use it as a picnic rug. Anything. This is what you need. It's getting she's going to have to Look at that. So regardless of whatever you else you put on, if you if you leave most of your accessories at home, take love, because that will fit the bill for most situations you're in. I think we just took a, took a trip to Europe, <laughs> lots of layers. Okay, and it says, let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other. So let's go with this one. I'll let you not c- completely cook. The peace of Christ dwell richly in you. None of this going off and doing your own thing and cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another and sing, sing your hearts to God. The other thing I want to talk about is sometimes when we're waiting, it's easy to put on the lens of another person's experience. So sometimes, if for me, waiting to see if one day I might find a guy to marry, it, I could have chosen to put on a different pair of glasses and to look through my lens of disappointment when I looked at my friends or to the people around me. So do you want to try that, Ruby? So these, this is a different lens than Ruby's. How's that going? <laughs> it is pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, very, she's... very uncomfortable. That's right. She's looking. It's not comfortable looking through another person's lenses. So everything's hazy it's completely disoriented my depth is out of order completely um they're clean that's about it I can see but I can't there's no definition at all there's no definition so when we look through our lens another person's lens it's actually not not helpful so put them back on you feel good now do you know what another place another thing that characterizes a place of waiting when we're looking at Ruby now she's dressed to impress right she is she is ready to go. She's out. She's off to go to do surgery. She's going to deliver five babies today. She may put her scrubs on when she gets to the hospital. <laughs> but in the meantime, she's looking fine. So here we go. The other thing we need to do while we're in the waiting place is we need to praise, right? So we're going to have a bit of a praise. So can everyone stand up for a minute? We're going to sing. We're not going to sing, actually. We're just going to dance. Because sometimes you have to choose to be joyful in the place of waiting. Okay? Are you ready, team? Ready? Come on, let's let it go, Metro Church. Ready? Take shackles <laughs> of my Okay, who feels better already? Do you feel better? You know what, sometimes we have to get up, we're in the wedding. we're in the waiting place, get up and change the mood, get up and change our perspective and that's what we did right then with this incredible woman. So I just want to thank her today and do you know what, not only does God promise to clothe us, He promises to give us gifts. He promises to give us gifts and so I've got a gift for her today. Not quite as incredible as what God has given her by any shade, thank you. I've got some slippers to keep your feet cosy this winter and some chocolate to warm your heart after those long days. Do you know what? God gives us gifts. He gives us gifts of um, encouragement. He gives us gifts of hospitality. He gives us gifts of worship. So many gifts and you are the one of the most gifted people I've met, Ruby. I mean that and... So be blessed and thank you for helping me out today. Thank you. Okay. All right, here we go. That was fun. And I didn't fall down the stairs, it's even better. (laughs) Okay. You know what, sometimes when we're waiting, sometimes we get so fixated on the thing that we're waiting for, that we become shipwrecked. I remember when I was in, living in Sydney and a friend of mine had a heart attack. She was 30 years old. She had three children and she was in New Zealand. And we were all in Sydney, all of her friends and many of her family. And we were praying for a miracle because she was in a coma at the time. And we were praying and we we're saying, God, can you do a miracle? Can you raise this woman to life? Can you heal her body? And so she can come back home to her children and her husband. And you know what? She got promoted to heaven instead. She didn't come, she didn't wake up on this life. But do you know what? I remember my pastor, his name was Kevin at the time. He said to me, do you know what guys? Don't allow your faith to be shipwrecked. Don't get shipwrecked by this loss because your faith is not in what you wanna see happen, but your faith and your waiting is in God. And it was a really, really hard time for us all because we we said to ourselves, you know what, why didn't this happen? Because God is a miracle worker and he can do the impossible, but his plan was different to our plan at the time and we had to rest in that and say, you know what, I won't walk away from God because my faith is not in the miracle, it's in the one who gives the miracle. So the goodness of God was so evident through that time and we saw Great blessing and great strength come out of that family, and great faith, and obviously great loss. But we saw great comfort that God gave them at the time. Okay. Isaiah 40, verse 31 says But those who wait for the Lord, expect, look for, and hope in Him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising towards the sun. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not be tired. So are you waiting on the wings today? Are you resting in Him, in His power, in His strength, in His ability? Because He knows better than we do. He knows our end from our beginning. And I should fill you in on the fact that if you don't know me personally, I did find a husband and he was incredible. I met him in this church in 2008, 13 years ago. And I can gladly and very happily say that he's one of the best things that has happened to me in my life. And you know what? It was worth the waiting. It was worth waiting for God and waiting for the right person and the right time. And it was also worth the sacrifice because I had to move 4,000 Ks to come and marry him. But you know what, this church has been the hugest blessing to my life and they've stood by me that whole time as well. So that's an area of my life I can really praise God for. So if you're waiting today, my encouragement would be don't isolate yourself. This is an isolating time. It's a time where even the most connected of people have felt disconnected. It's a time where people have felt lonely. They have never felt lonely in their whole life. So don't isolate yourself. And do you know what? doesn't mean that you're gonna see everyone you love every day, but connect with them. Tell them what's going on in your life. Ask them what's going on in their lives. Stand with them. You know, this morning, I didn't feel great when I woke up. I actually felt really unwell. And do you know what? I had text messages from my girlfriends saying to me, you know what? You're gonna smash this today, Kylie. You're gonna be okay and the enemy cannot win. And they were right. And you know, so we need to isolate ourselves, not isolate ourselves. Sorry, and we need to stand with people that will go with us. The other thing we need to do is set our heart on the journey, not on the destination. You know, I was thinking a lot about um, about Nikki, our wonderful Nikki, and ballet for her life. And you know, she spends it's over fifty hours each week in the studio. Rehearsing and dancing and choreographing steps and, and getting fit and planning for that three-minute performance. And I ask you, what is the most significant? The performance or the journey? Because without the journey towards that place, there's nothing. So that preparation is so important. In Psalm 84, it says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, Who have set their hearts on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of Baca, which is the valley of weeping. They make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools and they go from strength to strength. Till each appears before God in Zion. And sometimes we sign up for something. You know, when you sign up for something new or you, you enter a new phase of your life, There's a when you enter it, you think you started a new job and you think, you know what? This is amazing. I love it. I've got a good boss. I've got good conditions. I've got some nice co-workers. I have a, I have, um, a fridge to put my lunch every day. I have lots of good things in this workplace. But you know what? That really lasts very long. And after the the honeymoon of this brand new job you, you about a week in you think ooh okay this is this isn't quite what i looked what i signed up for and it doesn't look like a grand opportunity anymore it looks like blood sweat tears and hard work has anyone felt like that yes the brand new opportunity that the shine has kind of come off and i think it's possible that jesus felt like this when he was about to go to the main event. He said, you know what, Father, I have been preparing this for my whole time on earth. I've been getting ready for this time. and But now, whoa, I look at it and all I see is this is going to be hard. This is going to be the worst thing I've ever had in my life happen to me. It's going to be a history-changing, monumental moment, but it's going to require everything in me because he was Jesus but he was human at the time as well he had he experienced the pain full, fully Jesus journey was about what he learned along the way and who he became throughout his whole life so that he could do something incredible for us and it's probably the most powerful wings or curtain that we see in the bible is the one that was ripped in the temple. The one that ripped from top to bottom without human hands. When Jesus died, he took his last breath. The temple curtain ripped from top to bottom and and absolutely smashed everything that separates people from God. How amazing is that? I've been studying that the last couple of weeks. I've been looking at lots of you know, videos and descriptions of what happened and the noise and the the shaking and the ripping and the shock that would have been in the people who were in the temple at the time. He removed every single separation between us and God so that we can come freely into His presence. We don't have to send someone in and hope that they can connect for us. So if you're a person who hasn't connected with God yet, And hasn't come into his presence. I want to invite you today to do that. And I'm going to pray soon if that's something you'd like to do. So that you can start a journey with God. And God doesn't promise a perfect life. But he promises a life marked by hope. Marked by strength. Marked by purpose. No matter what season we are in. And to others in this place, perhaps you're about to step out for the first time out of those wings. Perhaps you're terrified. Perhaps you don't know if you can do it. But I wanna tell you today that you can. You can't do it in your own strength, but you can do it with the one who created you, who has placed around you the clothes that you need for that, for that time. He's placed around you the preparation, His Word and His Holy Spirit for that part of the journey. Whether it be your first performance, your first job, maybe it's your first cancer treatment, maybe it's your first operation, maybe it's your first date, maybe it's a uni assignment, maybe it's your first child. I just wanted you to know That God values more than that, more than what you're doing. He values you and who you're becoming. The last scripture I want to read you is Isaiah 60, verse 1, and it says, Arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord, for your light has come, and the brilliance of the Lord is risen upon you. Shall we pray? If you'd like to pray and open your heart to God, I'm just going to pray a prayer if you want to listen and just ask God into your heart and to tell Him that you want to start a journey with Him. That'd be amazing. God, we come to You today, whoever we are, wherever we are, Lord. We lay all of our dreams and our hopes and our plans at Your feet in a time that is uncertain, You are certain. You are the certainty, You are the rock we can run to. You are the hope that we can place our heart in. God, You are the rest that we can we can be in. God, I pray for that man, that woman, that child, whoever they are, has say, that's saying, open, I wanna open my heart. I pray now, right now, wherever they are, that they would know the love of God, surround them with Your presence, Jesus. Cleanse their hearts, cleanse their hands, cleanse their minds, set hope, set a seed of hope, set a seed of purpose in them today. I thank You for them as they decide to look to You. In Jesus' Name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time today where you said you wanted to say yes to Jesus, you can send a text message to 0488 826 392. And that's up on the screen if you'd like to do that. If you're outside of Australia, you can send an email to our team, yes.metrochurch.org.au. And when um, our team received that message, they're going to keep your information safe and they're going to give you to send you some scriptures a scripture every day for 30 days to set you on your journey and to give you a little seed of hope every single day so we're here for you and we love you and thank you for waiting in the wings with me this morning it's been an honor and i pray that